all the guys that I played with growing up through the years, like we're all still friends and everything. So it really is like, a, it's a good family sense and a good community sense. We had one in all Ireland in 97, 99, 2000. It's more local at your club, you know everything, you know the setup. It's different than joining a county panel. It was nearly like a kind of statement to say, we're here, we're ready to play. No one's going to push us over this year. This podcast is sponsored by Declan Kirby, GA Star. Declan Kirby, GA Star is a children's GA book written by primary school teacher and GA coach Michael Egan. Follow the trials and tribulations of Declan Kirby and his team at Smith Green Gaelic Football Club. The book is a very good read for any parents who are looking to get their children involved in Gaelic games. The book is available in Eason's, Little and All Good Bookshops. It's also available to download on Amazon, so make sure to go and check it out. They're very good supporters of the channel and the page, so you certainly be doing me a good favor as well if you went ahead and checked the book out so i do very much appreciate it the link is in the description down below and let's get straight into it What's the story, everyone? Welcome back to GA Fan TV. My name is Aaron. I'm delighted to be joined here by Matthew Hurley of the GA Statsman podcast and John McMahon of the JMAC podcast. We're going to be running through the All-Ireland Club Football Championships that, of, of course, commenced, obviously, at the weekend. And we're going to be running through all the big matchups taking place over the next couple of uh, weekends. And we're going to be running through our own odds as well, I suppose. We're going to be running through the odds for the All-Ireland Senior Club Football Championship, who we each feel might go on to win the competition we're going to be running through each of the provincial club football championships as well looking at some dark horses outside bets and um yeah i suppose different players to watch out for along the way i suppose first of all how's things lads john i'll come to you first yeah yeah all good sir all good uh as you're saying off air there's probably not a whole pile to talk about since the all Ireland final uh which, which thrown got over the line in a couple of months ago so it's all it's all aiming towards the club now Aaron. so we're really looking forward to the chat with yourself and uh match it tonight Perfect, yeah. And how's things for yourself, Matthew? Yeah, grand, Aaron. Um, nearly done college now. Um, going to go for a long break now during Christmas and just do a bit of podcast work. But yeah, the club championship has been absolutely amazing. The stories, as I said in the Cork video the other day, like it's been absolutely outstanding in every county, not just my own as well. And hopefully there's more brilliant games to come. Yeah, I suppose it's been brilliant, hasn't it? Like, And that's what I was going to say to you next. I mean, the club action in particular, it's been... A breath of fresh air in many ways because like if you think back to the early rounds in the in the county championships the first rounds in connacht and the first rounds in leinster and the first rounds in ulster like like they're all one-sided hammer-ins and fair enough we like some of the games at the weekend were fairly brutal and maybe that was probably partly due to conditions but when you look at some of the opening rounds in, in leinster and even in connacht as well that game in connacht like some cracking games there like to be fair John, we'll go to you on that, I suppose. <laughs> I should have said someone's name. My bad. I'm not used to having two people on at once, so I'll have to, I'll have to get used to that there. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, look, it, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, and I just think the circumstances in which players are probably playing at the minute, like, you know, a lot of lads kind of coming off the county setups as well, but I think they're probably just kind of preparing themselves for next year as well. So it's, it's an absolute credit to the lads kind of giving us such a high standard of football these days. Not easy conditions. If anyone's training these days, I don't know, lads are used to training with your clubs at the minute. The pitches are just like swimming pools these days. So it's just very hard conditions. So 
the first thing I'd like to say is just kind of fair play to the lads gave us such great entertainment the weekend. Obviously, he's big upsets in recent weeks across the game, getting bet Cora Finn, getting bet. So it's knocks the club championship absolutely wide open. There's going to be a new winner. That's great to see. And it's just been a very, very exciting um last couple of weeks in uh, club football. Like I've obviously been following my own county very closely the last couple of weeks. And Rammer obviously got got over the line against Gown in the replay, a very exciting game. Uh the first day out, second game wasn't as exciting, but uh yeah, no, it's been brilliant. Thank God we we have the club. I think we really need to start appreciating it that bit more because when the county does end, you're thinking, oh my God, what next? So I think we really need to give the club as much coverage it deserves. It's great to see it's on the TV, TG Cahar, RTE. Um, it's great to yourself, myself and uh, Matthew's doing absolutely brilliant work on it because I really do think it's that time to start really appreciating the club because you'll only miss something when it's gone, are you know? Yeah, and I, I suppose, Matthew, like, it does seem like such an open championship as well and that's probably what makes it so exciting like we'll run through some of the the favorites and some of some of the bet nods here in a moment but like honestly like especially in the football championship like there's no definitive favor and i think that's what makes it so exciting yeah absolutely you had it down to a t there and you look at ballymon kickham's going out like that's basically like a county team they went out of dublin nemo rangers down here in cork losing to douglas and then following on from that douglas losing to clan kilty as well in cork you look at East Kerry losing Kerry, as John said, Cross McLean losing in Armagh. You look at uh, Westport losing in Mayo, Corfin, of course, in Galway. Like, th- there's surprises all over the country, and it's absolutely brilliant. It has its own stories as well, like the Lockmore Castelloni win at the weekend as well. John McGrath, of course, it had to be him getting the winning goal, and it's brilliant the way they've juggled hurling and football. So, the stories have been brilliant, the shocks have been brilliant, and I don't think, as you said, there was a definitive favourite either. It's one of the most open club championships in years. Like the likes of Corfin are gone, Cross McLean, Ballymun, Nemo, all gone. And we could have a new club champion this year. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I mean, like looking at some of the teams remaining, like it definitely does look like that definitely could be the case. And I just drew out some of the odds here earlier. So we'll just get some of them on screen. So, like, for example, you can see there, like, they're the four betting favourites there at the moment. So Chemical Croaks are the favourites. Whitey Graham's Glen are a four to one. Mount Belly and My Locker at seven to one. Kill Q are the four favourites at the minute at eight to one. And then you've got Knockmore in there, Dramore, Austin Stack, Scottstown. But like realistically speaking, like any one of them teams could probably win it, John. Like there's no real definitive favourite there. Like, and you've seen over the years as well, like there's been all sorts of shocks. And even for example, like Whitey Graham's Glen very nearly got beat at the weekend by St. Eunan's. Mount Belly, my lock, very close to being beaten by Balnamore, Sean O'Heslands. Kilmacud Croaks probably should have been beat by St. Jude. So, like, realistically, you can see on any weekend that any one of these teams can really get knocked out and, I suppose, be sent packing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Aaron. And that's the absolute beauty of the club championship. Like, anything can happen on the day. It, it's just such a terrific competition. And it's just like anything else. I think, like, a lot of teams kind of, like, nearly undermine each other's, like, kind of threats and weaknesses and everything that goes with it. So that is the absolute beauty of the club championship when we see so many, as I said at the start, so many exciting games, exciting results. So that's the beauty of it. And I, that's what I want to keep reference back. Like, we really need to start appreciating the club more because it is such a terrific thing to have watching the TV and obviously all the streaming services that's been brought around the country. I know people's giving out about the prices and everything, but like a fellow was saying to me last week, you know, if you were in a Australia, America, you'd pay any money to watch your club team back home in Ireland. So it's it's just it's brilliant. And like them wide, them odds are absolutely wide open. 
Well, like even another statistic, even uh, last, I think about a month or two ago, I think the fences were relegated like into the intermediates of the Dublin Senior Championship. Yeah. And that's absolutely astonishing, really. And I'm hearing in the last couple of weeks that I think Jeremy Collin- Connolly had a fallen out with his club and um, St. Vincent, so that's why he wasn't playing this year. So I was wondering where he was. So he's a massive loss to the St. Vincent cause. Obviously, Mossy Quinn still goes strong, but. I don't think he's much uh, petrol left in the tank, to, for want of a better phrase. But um, yeah, so obviously St. Vincent's haven't been there. They were so dominant in the recent years. So it's an absolute shake-up, Aaron, and it's great to see. Yeah, would you believe I actually grew up supporting St. Vincent's as well, but I live in, in Whitehall, and ironically enough, it was them, them two teams that actually played each other in that uh, relegation playoff. So that will certainly make for an interesting conversation like further down the line and like what you said yeah like with Vincent's getting relegated like that's absolutely crazy and you see Dr. Croaks for example they lost I don't know how this works by the way they lost there in the Kerry semi-finals and now they're playing in a relegation playoff against Killarney Legion I know there was a team in the Wexford Hurling Championship as well that normally is there thereabouts in Wexford and they ended up getting relegated so it really showed the, the nature of the club championships and it's definitely what makes it like so exciting I suppose we'll have a look at the Ulster Club Senior Football Championship first of all. And um, I just took this screenshot here from Wikipedia because it's, the, I suppose, the handiest website anyway that shows all the, the games in the, in the one place. So you can see them there, like Whitey Grahams Glen. They got that victory over St. Eunan's and they're obviously next up away at Scottstown. You've got Ramore United in there against Kilku, uh, Kickham's Craig and Avantrum against Clan Aaron of Armagh. And you've got Derry Gondley Harps of Fermanagh going up against Drummore of Tyrone. So I suppose we'll come to you first of all, John. Um, like what are your thoughts on that there? Like who who would be your, I suppose, obvious favourite, I suppose, looking at those eight teams that are remaining in the Ulster Club Senior Football Championship? If you could load the screen up for one second, just, uh, yeah, just have no another, at another quick look at it because there's so many teams happening there. But yeah, you're really looking like, I know from the Cavan side of things, you're looking at, you know, Rammer and Kilku. So obviously Rammer, I think, are 25 to win, a 25 to one shot to win Ulster Rice. So that kind of speaks volume of Cavan's uh, success rate in, uh, in Dulcet Club in recent years. But realistically, Kilku are an absolute force to be reckoned with. They are a serious, serious team up and down there. And obviously we see uh, massive breaking news down uh, today with Wee James McCartan coming to manage them. So that's another day's chat, but uh, he, he's in with the down senior football. So, but Kilku's in with a huge chance there. They have a serious, serious pick of players. They've, I think, the last 10 out of the 10 Ulster championships or uh, down championships and down. So that's serious going. And Scottstown as well. So be interested to see how they go, obviously, with the Hughes brothers uh, flying forward within the two. So it's a wide open championship. Um, Probably from our side of things with Rammer there, and um, there's kind of coming in the cost of a couple of county county lads involved with their team. They're very strong at the minute, and um, two lads called Jack and James Brady. I think I was tweeting about them in the second uh, the second game. Um, after the replay, they were or in the replay, they did a serious game, so they could be a force to reckon with. Um, obviously, cabin clubs they don't have much of a success rate in the Ulster club, so it could be a year for them. Hopefully, fingers crossed, it could go well. It's a massive test against Kilku now in uh, two weeks' time. They know exactly where they're at. It's a huge, it's at the home advantage as well. So I think that's a huge, it's, it's a shot to nothing. Um, Kilku obviously will be strong, strong favourites. I think that's going to suit a very strong uh, Rammer team. So it's going to be an exciting Ulster Championship, Baron. Um, obviously, as you were saying, minus Cross McGlynn, that's a huge, huge, I think, bonus for a lot of teams because Cross McGlynn had so much uh, joy in that competition in recent years. So it's a wide open championship and uh, one we're really looking forward to. 
Yeah, and I suppose looking at that Ramore United game against Kilku, like what, how, how do you think Ramore United would even set up against Kilku? Because I suppose for myself personally, and I'm not too sure about you, Matthew, I haven't seen anything really of the of the Cavan Club Senior Football Championship. And I know, John, you've been doing a number of previews and, and match reviews and different things on it. I've listened to a few, a few of your different podcasts there. So, like, what, how, how would Ramore United approach that game, do you think? Could that be a defensive game? Could that be two kind of defensive sides I suppose blanket defense all the rest or do you think maybe maybe it might be swashbuckling stuff in uh in Ulster in 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 late November or early December well one thing Aaron you're going to be killed and I don't know if there's any Cavan listeners it's Rammer United so you might be shot Rammer United okay okay geez uh, I better be careful I won't go down to Cavan anytime soon anyways I'll stay well away (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't care, but there's going to be some cabinets that are giving in about uh, that. There always is. Um, yeah, no luck. Yeah, there's um, always something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Show business, baby. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I hope to God it's a good, I hope to God it's a good game because realistically, you know, you don't kind of get games like this too often. It's I, I, They are two very good attacking teams. They have flair players, the two two Johnsons up front for uh, Kiku. So it actually has the makings of a cracking game. I suppose conditions, if it's a dry day, I know December could be fairly uh, questionable at times. So you're just hoping for a dry day going into it. Um, you know, you're, you're hoping both teams obviously don't park the bus. That's not Rammer's style. Rammer have some absolutely brilliant forwards. The likes of Sean McAvoy, I think he's t- been touted to play soccer these days. He's a serious man to get a, a kick a ball off the ground. James Brady, Jack Brady, both of county experience. Um, so yeah, look, it's going to be a really, really good game. I really do hope it can maybe ignite the Ulster Championship, Ulster Cup Championship. Um, it'll be great to see a big crowd kicks for Breffney Park in a couple of weeks' time as well. So yeah, just fingers, fingers crossed for an exciting game because we're coming off the back of a good Ulster Academy and championship here so yeah just just fingers crossed and obviously you know rammer did uh, kind of get over two really tough games against uh, gown in the in the finals um, and and did a very good uh, cabin club championship as well so we're really looking forward to it and hopefully hopefully it does go well it lives up to the billing because uh, kiku are a fantastic uh, team i think it's a very exciting project and a um, game for rammer because you know if they get over kiku the sky is the limit Aaron. Absolutely, and I'll I'll throw the image on screen there again because if you see in the in the semi finals box, you've got Rammer United. Hopefully, I got it right this time <laughs> against uh, against Kilku. But obviously, the winner of that plays Clan Aaron and Kickens Craigan or uh, Kickens Craigan there. Jeez, I'm messing them all up now. Um, <laughs> so the, the the winner of those two end up playing each other in the in the semi finals. So I mean, there is a chance there for Rammer United to go on a bit of a a run, I suppose, like because. Like Cross McGlen Rangers, for example, aren't in there. Clan Aaron are fresh off there, winning, a, I suppose, ending a long way for an Armagh senior football title. So, like, if, if it is Clan Aaron, who I would expect them to come through, Craigans in that game. I mean, I mean, who knows? Like, and there's there's another potential story as well for Clan Aaron or or uh, Rammer United if they pull through. So that would make for an intriguing game as well, John. Well, that's exactly it, Aaron, and that's my whole point. Like, if they can actually get over the line, and this is all hearsay at the minute, but if they can actually get over the line against a very favourite Kiku team, the sky is the limit because you don't have the big hitters. I know Scottsdale's a very good team, but if you don't have the likes of maybe St. Gauls in recent years or Cross McGlenn involved in the Dutch Club Championship in the knockout stages, that's a huge, huge bonus. So that's why I think, and I know like it's, it's been a kind of thing in Cav and all, like we haven't had so much success in the Ulster Club and, you know, write it off and we won the, won the Championship and not take the Ulster too seriously but I think this is a terrific chance for this Rammer team so they should grab it with both hands um, you know Kiku it's going to be a huge test as I keep alluding to it's home advantage you know I keep saying it the sky's limit after this game it's to do get over the line the, the, the pedigree the, the footballers they have the game plan 
it's all in place for them. So, you know, it's a wide open Ulster Championship. You know, you, maybe Scottstown to fear in it. And after that, you know, you could really favour yourself 25 to 1 shot to win Ulster. You know, obviously it's 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 very early days to be kind of calling that or kind of looking at them odds. But you know, if you were if you were a bit man, I think if you were to get over the line against Kilku, you definitely would uh, look at Rammer to see how they get on for the rest of the championship because they keep saying it. If they could get over the line against them, they could be looking at a very uh, long winter. I mean, stranger things have been done. I mean, I seen you putting up on on Twitter there the other day, John, about Cavan's one year anniversary of the the Ulster Senior Football Championship. So you never know, like if. You know, if that's possible, beating the likes of Donegal and you know Monaghan along the way, and then getting relegated to Division Four, I mean, maybe anything is possible. Oh no, hundred percent, hundred percent, and that, that, that's that's exactly it. And I think for the times we have it, the conditions that we have, you know, and people's kind of mindset towards what police is, any anything can actually happen. And I think it's nearly like if the if the Rammer lads need to call on Kevin's success last year to kind of get a few miracles of these games, but like you know, Rammer have the. F- like footballers on their team that's nearly as good as the Johnsons of these Kiku um Kiku team. So they really should grab this chance with the, with both hands. And you know it's not beyond the realms of possibility. You know, they should really believe in themselves and uh hopefully hope to God obviously they may be sobered up for winning the championship at this stage and they can get their act acts together for the Kiku game. So yeah it's it's a massive chance. It's a massive 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 chance. I hope to God they're not going into mindset oh yes look if win the Ollie Plunkus you know that's it for another year you know get back regroup in January February they have a chance and I really do hope to take it. What do you think, Matthew, in, in terms of Kilku being the, the favourites for the Ulster Club Senior Football Championship? But like, fair enough, they did come through the, the Ulster in 2019, and they're the only one of the four that was in the All Ireland semi finals early in 2020 that are still remaining in their provincial club football championship. But it was the first Ulster Championship that they came through. And like, just to play devil's advocate for a minute, I mean, they did struggle getting through Ulster for a number of years there where, where they were getting beaten by the likes of Scottstown and Cross McGlen Rangers and whatnot. So, what do you think? Like, are they are they the favourites for Ulster, or is there anyone else you think that you'd look at as potential uh, favourites that could win that competition? I think you have to look at Kilku as the obvious favourites for the reason they were in the last All Ireland final. But I suppose another team to watch. Well, I suppose Tyrone won the All Ireland, but this team needs more recognition. Dromore, I thought they don't necessarily have the players around the pitch. They do have Niall Sloan, of course, who's an outstanding player and deserved an All Star this year, but. Like, Drabour plays a team. Emmett McNabb is another player who's absolutely outstanding in the club championship. So, they'd be a team to watch, I think. Glenn, I suppose, in midfield, they have Connor Glass, who's one of the most talked about players in Ireland at the moment. Scottstown mm. would be the obvious ones as well. Roy Began, etc. Some brilliant players. And, of course, like, why can't Rambo United do it, if I'm saying that correctly, John? Um, <laughs> I, suppose, I suppose, you know... <laughs> I suppose, like, Cavan... Getting relegated to Division Four, winning Gold Star, like, like, and the club championship is said to be as unpredictable as the Intercounty Championship. Like, why not? Why not? And uh, I suppose Clan Aaron as well. Like, Ulster, the club championship in Ulster is as competitive as the Intercounty, in my opinion. It's anything can happen, really. Any club can come out of nowhere. Case in point, Kilku coming out the last time and winning it for the first time. And look, anything can happen, but you have to put Kilku as favourites because of winning the last time. But if I was to say a dark horse for myself in the Ulster, I'd go Dramore from Tyrone. I might be obvious though, seeing it's Tyrone at the All Ireland Champions and they were live in RT a few weeks ago. But I think they have the the you know components of a great team there. Yeah, like I suppose with Noel Sutton in particular and the form that he's been in, and like you, you said, Ronan McNabb and Emmett McNabb, but I'm not too sure which one is the the lizard or the magpie, but. 
between the the two of them anyways. I mean, they're they're causing all sorts of chaos anyway for a lot of the teams they're coming up against. Um, and yeah, like I'm not too sure. I, I was having a look there at some of the list of the the Ulster Club champions. I'm not too sure if a Toronto side has actually ever came through the Ulster Club Senior Football Championship before, or maybe I just didn't spot them. But like, I mean, so I mean, there's a lot of motivation there definitely, and they're coming up against Derry Gonley Harps or Fermanagh, and then the winner of that will play Scottstown or Wally Graham's Glen. So. I mean, between the, the two of them, I mean, that should make for interesting viewing, John. Like, in particular, like, if Dramore come through that and coming up against the winner of Scottstown or Waddy Graham's Glen, that would be a, a very good game. And I'd imagine that would be on TV somewhere as well. Yeah, well, definitely, you'd like to imagine so. But I suppose it's funny with these kind of games because, obviously, you know, like it is, um, you know, it, it's it's so good for kind of clubs to kind of come through their own kind of, you know, um, county championship. And then it, it just seems like bonus territory all the time and a lot of teams don't take it seriously. So, like, it's it's a funny thing to say, Aaron, but, like, a lot of these games literally come down to what, like, I know it's, it's a phrase that kind of, it's bandied about a lot, oh, who wants more? But I think when it comes to, like, the Leinster Championship, Munster Club Championship, Ulster Club Championship, it actually comes down to the team that wants it more and wants to be involved in the competition too, to get to the semi-finals, to get to the finals. So, you know, you're there on merit with the first round. It's bonus territory for a lot of the teams. Do some teams deserve to be there? Who knows? Do some teams are there at a kind of counter? We just don't know. But I think a lot of the teams that are there do deserve to be where they are. Like, you're, Matt, you made a good point about uh, Dramore. You know, they're coming in at a cost of Niall Sutton leading the line for them. He's a terrific, terrific player. You know, obviously, the likes of Rammer there, like they, they had a very stiff cap in club championship. Obviously, the Derry cha- uh, champions as well. So, you know, you know, even the Armagh champions too. So, you know, it, it just really does depend how far a club team wants to go. You know, you're going to see in a lot of these games, they're probably going to be won in the last two or three minutes because they're cagey affairs. You were, as you were probably referencing the Kaku uh, Rammer game now in a few weeks' time, probably will be cagey, probably will be won in the last five or ten minutes because the legs will be going for a lot of lads because the fitness levels might show. But it really does go to show, like, and I know it's a, like, it's, it's a common enough phrase, but it really will boil down to who wants the more, who wants to progress for the club, who wants to get onto their county team. And that's what it boils down to. It's, I, I don't even, sometimes it's not even a case of setting out to win another club because even when you do win your county championship, you're probably not thinking, oh, Jesus, after you win, if you lift the cup, you're not thinking, who are we winning and getting in the first round of the Munster club championship or Ulster. You're happy to win your cup. And then it's 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 bonus territory after that, but um yeah, it really will boil down to who wants uh more of these games are because uh it's going to be very interesting couple of weeks. And what's your opinion, John, on Watty Graham's Glen? Like fair amount of hype about them at the minute. Like seems everywhere. Like anytime I'm putting some up on Instagram on the page, it always seems to be Watty Graham's Glen. Like seen someone even put a comment in there saying put your your mortgage on them going on and and winning the All Ireland and. Telling you what, if I put my mortgage on them in, in that game versus St. Unions, you would have been furiously sweating uh, watching that game back. In all honesty, but what's your what's your opinion on them, John? Look, Matt, you made a good point. Like uh, Connor Glass as well, he's he's absolutely ripping the lights out for them. He's just jumping up in the sky. I thought I, I thought he's going to give NASA a run for his money in some of them uh, games, but um, yeah, no, an absolute class act is Connor Connor Glass. I believe he looks up to Brian Fenton in the world midfield. So yeah, he's a class act. If you have him dictating things around the middle, that is a serious addition to any team. He's a leader. Rory Gallagher is absolutely blessed to have him home from Australia. Gallagher is in love with him. Every, I think the whole Ireland's in love with in love with the man at the minute. He's a fantastic leader for them so again it's a dairy club Derry's building up there Rory Gallagher has a very exciting project and um, I wouldn't be surprised if they can go far because they have the team the players to do it so their journey will be very very interesting to the club so uh yeah Connor Glass is going to have a big say no matter uh, no matter how far they go 
Yeah, and if you're watching live, feel free to uh, leave your comments in the comment section below, and we'll put them in. We'll put them on screen. Sharon Hegarty says there, I would like to see Dramore winning the the Ulster Club Championship. So definitely, there there certainly will be a lot of hype around Dramore, no doubt about it. Considering obviously what Toronto done in the the All Ireland Senior Championship, obviously coming through there, and it's been 2012 since uh, an Ulster side came through the Ulster Club Senior Football Championship. Cross McGlen Rangers were the last team to do so. And like looking at that game, Matthew in particular, and Scottstown versus Wally Graham's Glen, like it's going to make for a very good game because like Scottstown are, are certainly no mugs either with players in there like Rory Began and Kieran and Darren Hughes, and you've got Connor McCarthy in there as well. So like that, that like that's going to be a cracking game. Hopefully, anyways, it might be a bore fest at the same time, but hopefully it's a good game. Like I'm hoping it's a good game, especially what happened last Saturday in Kerry. Was um, I suppose you know. Yeah, yeah, Scottstown definitely have the players, you know, the Hughes brothers and Rory Began. They have the experience. And I suppose Glenn be one of the favourites in Ulster. This will be the monumental test for them. If they could get over this hurdle, Scottstown, they'd be talked about as other genuine all-earning contenders. They won't be just talked about in social media or whatever. Mm-hmm. They'd be talked about genuine all-earning contenders all across the media if they beat a team like Scottstown. And they're brilliant size, Scottstown. Look at them, like to for big in the course. But as I said earlier, and as John and yourself have said in the chat already, anything can happen at the club championship. That's the beauty of it. And I suppose Glenn could definitely beat Scottstown despite the number of intercounty players Scottstown have and the performances Monaghan had in the All Ireland Championship. Maybe they could breed that confidence into the club championship against Glenn. But I suppose it's it's who wants it more, as John rightly said there. Like, like I suppose Glenn wanted more in the end against St. Unions. That was the difference at the end. And they'd have to want it more again against Scottstone because Scottstone, I think, actually have more intercounty talents than St. Unions. Like St. Unions were a bit of a shock team coming out of Donegal. So this will be a monumental test for them. If they can get over this, who knows? They could go on and win the All Ireland. But um, I suppose put your mortgage in Glenn, I suppose that was a bit of premature talk right there. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit. I mean, considering they like they had only been fresh off winning the the Derry Club Senior Football Championship, it was the first time they won it. Like, unless a lot of these people have the ability to go into the future, and I've actually seen Glenn win the the Ulster Club Senior Football Championship and the All Ireland, then I'd say fair enough. But obviously, uh, I'd highly doubt that's possible. So, like for Scottsdale, like what you said before, Matthew, like they they're, they're a team that's definitely going under the radar, in my opinion. No, I haven't seen any of them at all in, in 2020 because Monaghan GA haven't streamed any of their games or anything like that. But I watched a good bit of them in, uh, well, I didn't watch them in 2021, but in 2020, I seen a bit of them on YouTube and whatnot. And looks like a tremendous amount of talent. And I'm sure, John, you've heard a bit about them obviously being a, a Cavan man and the Cavan Monaghan rivalry and whatnot. So, what's your, what's, What's your opinion on Scottsdale? Could they be a potential dark horse there coming through Ulster? No, I was just laughing at the modern lads not having any streaming, so they're probably kind of forwarded up there. But, <laughs> but you any... said that, not me. So I'm, I'm staying on the good books for the, the Monaghan people here now. I know, a bit of banter. Uh, Scottsdale, yeah, no, uh, look at his match. was rightly saying there, Jesus, like they're later with talent. Rory Beggins probably the best keeper in the game at the minute. Him and Ian Morgan and the Hughes brothers, when you can call on them. Um, obviously, Kieran Hughes has kind of been in and out of the modern team the last couple of years, but he's a serious man to have around your club. Conor McCarthy, on his day, can be one. Like I think he, I think he's 24, 25 now, but he still has a lot of youth in his side. He can be one exciting, exciting uh, club player. And even from on, and so he hasn't really kind of got going from on just yet. I know he had a good year this mm. year, but he hasn't really set the light yet. 
you're probably like I, I seen it in a few with Conor McManus today for off the ball. He's going to give it another year or two, so he's 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 sticking around. So you're kind of looking for that replacement for Conor Conor McManus up and running. Is McCarthy the replacement? Is Jack McCarron the replacement? You know that's what they're waiting for, really. But uh, you know they've so many, they have a lot of exciting players. Got signed. You nearly you nearly forget how talented they are. Um, so yeah, they, they could be really forced to rec- be reckoned with because they definitely the players to kind of keep them keep them around to keep them going. Yeah, and I suppose we'll run through some predictions then, John. What you who are you backing then to come through the Ulster Club Senior Football Championship to win it out? To win it to out, win it out it? right? Yeah. <laughs> There's any cabin people watching? Um, oh, sure. Look, at I suppose you know your heart is obviously going to go for the cabin team, but it's a very very stiff test against Kiku now in a couple of weeks' time. But realistically, I think if you're using your brain, you're probably looking at Kiku. Um, I think Match has probably nailed it there. Scott's going to do have a serious, serious chance. And I know there's a lot of uh, talk about the Derry Champions, Wally Grimes as well. But no, I, th- I think Kilku, obviously, it obviously depends on how good the performance gets rammed out a couple of weeks' time. But I think the. Um, yeah, they, I think they'll be the they, they, they'll be the team to beat. Them or Scott's town. But yeah, I think I'll go with Kilku. What about yourself, Matthew? I'm going to go with someone different. So I'm, I'm going to stick with Dramore. I just think it's about time uh, Tyrone team won us. Like the Tyrone Championship's been absolutely brilliant over the last few years. Like even Pat Bland's beginning to enjoy it. And that's saying something. Like, um, yeah, Dramore, they're an underrated side. They're going under the radar. And I think they'll face Kilku in the final if it goes that way, of course. And I think they'll win it out. I think Dramore will win the championship. I know it's a bold shout now, but. Just somewhat different other than Kilku, uh, to be honest. And I think Dramore have the attributes to become the Ulster champions. And whether they can be the All Ireland champions remains to be seen. Yeah, like um, for myself personally, I, I think Scottstown are going to go and, and win it personally. Like, I think, like, fair enough with Kilku. I understand obviously why they are the favourites. Like, they came through it two years ago and they obviously went all the way to the All Ireland final. But at the same time, I do think that was what nearly two years ago. So it, it has been a long time. And I just have a feel like when Kilku were coming through Ulster two years ago, there wasn't a whole like they they were they didn't have a target on their back. They were they weren't the main team that everyone was looking at to come through back then. Whereas now I think a lot of teams are probably gonna raise their game an extra ten to fifteen percent. And that's one of the reasons why I think they'll get caught anyways. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. Like obviously none of us can predict the future and certainly there's a lot of um games here, like lot a lot up for grabs and a lot of these county championships. I suppose we'll move on to the uh, the Munster Club Senior Football Championship, and uh, I'll throw the uh, the image on screen there so we can have a look. So you've got the uh, the Clare Champions, Arrow Guinness, they're going up against Lockmore Castelloni, and then you've got Newcastle West going up against the Nor Newcastle West of Limerick and the Nor of uh, of Waterford, and uh, Arrow Guinness they'll play the the Cork Champions, and then either Newcastle West or the Nor will take on the uh, the Kerry Champions. So. I suppose, Matthew, looking at it from an outside point of view, I suppose it's it's easy to assume it would be a Kerry and Cork final, but what do you think yourself? Yeah, I suppose this championship's no different, be as predict- unpredictable as ever. And um, case in point, there's a few case in points. Like the Cork champions a few years ago, Carby Rangers came in 2016. They came up against Denier from Waterford, Little Denier, and Denier actually beat them, a Waterford team. So that was absolutely unbelievable. And... Even I think it was uh, Austin Stacks or someone losing to Debo Rangers in the semi, or was it Dr. Crokes or someone from Kerry losing in the semi final to Austin Stacks? And then Tom had commercials for Tipperary beating Debo Rangers in the final with a, the last play of the game. I suppose it was deja vu in 2020, Tipperary beating Cork, but there you go. Um, yeah, I suppose 
it's it's competitive over the last few years. And even I was looking at the stats surrounding this championship, actually, like the Cork, cha- Cork um, teams have the upper hand in this championship, winning it 29 times, Kerry's 19. So that's something we have the upper hand on Kerry, at least that. But I suppose the outlier was the Colin Cooper, Dr. Crooks team. That was unbelievable from about 11 to about 17. But then the Raiders started winning two again, but of course the Raiders aren't there now. So I suppose it's up to the bars to carry something for Hawker. If it's kind of guilty, it, it's going to be them. But you'd expect the bars to make it through uh, Cork at the end, as much as I want Clan Kilty to win it. But I suppose, look, it will be a competitive championship, I think. And Lockmore Castelloy, the other team, they're definitely up for it. Aerog Ennis from Clare have a few county players. I was talking to a Clare person during the week and they're definitely up for it. Newcastle West have a good midfield with the likes of Keane Shee and then, of course, Ian Corbis and Limerick, Limerick Stalwart. So, it's going to be a competitive championship. Really looking forward to this after the Cork and Kerry championships finish, of course. Yeah, and I suppose, like, looking at who's been knocked out in all of the different club provincial championships, like, is Munster, is it, is it fair to say maybe that's the weakest of, of all the provinces left at the minute? Because, obviously, you look at who's been knocked out. Fair enough, East Kerry are a divisional side, so even if they had a come through Kerry, they wouldn't have been playing in the, the Munster Club Football Championship anyways. But you don't have Nemo Rangers in there. Dr. Croaks are, are knocked out. Although Austin Stacks are in the final, I do still think there's vulnerabilities there. And for example, like they're the, the seven favourites at the minute, like in the six teams ahead of them. So is the Munster Club Football Championship maybe not necessarily the lowest in terms of the, the standard of players, but just in terms of the teams that's left, and I suppose in, in terms of what, what's remaining in the other club uh, football championships? I think that's a fair assessment, absolutely. And even you said Austin Stacks are the biggest county in Munster according to the odds. And watching Austin Stacks the other night, I'll be honest, it was like watching Payne Troy. Like it was absolutely terrible that game. And look, I, I don't rate Austin Stacks anyway. Like two years ago, they came up against Nebo and Nebo beat them by 18 points. Nebo scored all their 217 from play against Austin Sachs. And this was an Austin Sachs team with Kira Donahue up full forward as well. So I don't think they're a great side. If Kieran Zorahali is making from Kerry, then I'd be scared. I think they have the talent to win Munster and potentially do well in the All-Ireland series. The likes of Tommy Walsh, Barry John Key, Jack Savage are very good players, especially Jack Savage the other day played very well for them against Dr. Croke. So I think it is a fair assessment, yeah, that it is the weakest championship and even Cork, Castlehaven and Nemo who would be the strongest side looking at them from player to player. They're out of the championship, but Castlehaven very unlucky to lose on a penalty shootout. But I'm confident that the Bars could cause an upset in the club championship given the players they have. I don't think people read to the much. The likes of Brian Hayes, Ian Maguire, Stephen Sherlock is in absolute fire in the Cork championship at the moment. And Sam Ryan at full back is an excellent player as well. So I think St. Finn Bars are a team that could go under the radar. Maybe that's me being a Cartman, but I suppose I think St. Finbars or Kieran's or Rallies will be the front runners for the Monster Champion. Most people think Austin Stacks, but I'm not so sure. Could Lockmore Castelloni, could they go on a run even with uh, with John McGrath there and Brian McGrath, Noel McGrath? I mean, I'm not going to list all the McGraths. There's about 10 of them in there, but 
I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, could they go on a run even? I mean, for example, they've got Aero Guinness coming up first, the, the Clare champions, and then they'll play the Cork champions. So they'll potentially avoid the Kerry champions up until the final. So, I mean, depending on what happens with Lockmore, Castellani and the Hurland, because, I mean, those games might end up intersecting with each other at some point. And then John McGrath and all the lads will have to choose who do we play for here. So, I mean, what do you think there, Matthew? Could, could Lockmore go on a bit of a, a surprise run? I think they absolutely can. Like, you look at the fight in the last day where they were actually missing, I think, Brian McGrath and John Marr, their fullback, against uh, Clonmel Commercials. And Clonmel Commercials have been absolutely unbelievable over the last few years with Mikey Quindlem and Kevin Fahey, etc. Most of the Tipperary team is basically playing for Clonmel Commercials. So that was a brilliant win. To have two of your main players out of that game and go on and win it at the last minute, it was absolutely unbelievable. But I suppose the, with the dual clubs, I know how hard it is. Like, I'm involved in the with a junior side in West Cork. We were playing this side in the West Cork final and they had a West Cork football final as well. They were football and hurling and they ended up losing both. Like, doing doing it the dual way is very, very hard and it takes a lot of commitment. And I suppose it does depend what happens on Sunday between Lockmore, Castellani and Torres Sarsfields. I'd be confident Torres Sarsfields will win that game, so I think they'll put the eggs into the basket for the football. As regards the Aero Guinness team, I looked at their team. They actually have some very good players from the Clare to County team. Darrell O'Neill, who was outstanding for Clare, the championship and the league especially. Ikeem Ogebarogu, I might have butchered that name now, but he's in that team as well. And um, and I, I suppose uh, Gavin Cooney, corner forward, he's a live wire for Clare at the moment. So they have a very good side. Kieran Russell at centre-back as well is a very good player. So They've boasted a clear team. I'd be confident they'd go on and give Lockmore Castellani a game. That should be a very good game first day out. But I suppose if the Bars make it true, I think they'll have too much for either Lockmore Castellani or Rogue in us. But then again, it's the club championship. Um, whatever happens, happens. But if Clonic Hilty make it, I'd actually give them two sides of the clear tip a real chance to get to the final against potentially a Kerry side. Yeah, what about yourself, John? Like, I suppose looking at the, I don't know if you watched the Kerry uh, game at the weekend there on 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 Saturday night. Maybe you're you're one of the lucky ones that didn't watch it. But uh, like, Karen's or Rattley's going up there against Austin Sachs. Could like, could you see any of them even potentially going on a bit of a, a mini run there towards an All Ireland? Or what's your thoughts on 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 Kerry football or the state of Kerry football in general? I suppose. Yeah, well, I suppose kind of touching on that, um, you know, Austin Stacks, Kieran Donaghy, you know, to, to score the winning penalty in the penalty shootout, I think that's probably the highlight of the weekend. He's 38 and he's still mixing it. Fair play to him. It, it was very exciting, but no, it was, it was partaking a few beers Saturday night, so I missed all the action, but it doesn't it sound like I missed much. But um, yeah, no, very impressive stuff for um, Austin Stacks and, you know, for Donaghy to get over the line there. And, you know, I think it, look, the big thing is now for Kerry football is can they push on from, from this year and uh, can they get, obviously get their hands back on that All Ireland title? Because, you know, it's a football mad county. It's a Sam Riddle uh, mad county. It's Sam or nothing really with them. So it'll be so interesting to see how Jack O'Connor does now. And obviously Paddy Talley in the backroom uh, team, which I thought was um, quite odd because his, his track record isn't fantastic. He's a very defensive brand of football. So it'll be very interesting to see what way the Kerry lads approach the year next year. And I think there was, uh, I think someone was saying, will the bring back uh, Kieran Donny at the tender age of 38 seeing as he's flying with the stacks. But um, yeah, and obviously Tommy Wall stepped away in the, in the last uh, couple of weeks as well. So people are saying that he have another year to prove. But yeah, Kerry football, it's it probably just needs a bit of rejuvenation, I think. Um, 
I think David Clifford, he can't really do it all by himself. I think he will really need help uh, next year. I think Paul Keeney will really need to step up next year. And uh, the likes of, um, I don't I think it's James, James O'Donoghue. I think he, if he can try to get himself fit and back in contention. And, you know, I think there's a lot of obviously pressure on David Clifford to kind of perform every time. So, you know, they really need to inherit a, a couple of players maybe and um, kind of really push on next year because, you know, it 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 at the times it, it you know it, there's a lot a lot of pressure up there if they're not getting to the end ends of the All Irelands and you know get, getting even you know trying to win them out and obviously no better man for than Jack O'Connor to kind of get the ship afloat again but yeah no look the Kerry Club Championship looks very exciting at the minute and uh, you know fair play to Mister Kieran Donny uh, scoring the winning penalty in in, uh, in the final because uh, that's some scenes for him you know he probably thought his football days were over. The last couple of years, he's still trucking away. Uh, fair play to him, and uh, life's good. He's getting a few pounds from Armagh Sky Sports, and uh, it's not—it's not a bad time in his life. No, it's not too bad at all. He's—he's he's still playing basketball as well. Funnily enough, so I mean, how's he finding like, the time? You I have no time? idea. Like you'd love to know where he—he he gets all this time from, like from playing basketball. You know, like it honestly wouldn't surprise me if he lined out for the Kerry footballers and they were playing a league game against Armagh, but he was in the dugout as well. Like you, you look over and you see him in the dugout, but you see him on the pitch at the same time. Like, but fair play to him. Like, like that deserves a huge amount of credit. And it's, it is kind of like, I mean, it's a typical Kieran Donaghy story. Like it just had to be him, like Matthew, who scored that last minute penalty. I mean, like who, who else could it be at the end of the day? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I suppose that was intentional loss of sacks, just putting up last of the penalty shootout just to make it more dramatic than the car penalty shootout uh, weekend before when the goalkeeper, John Kearns, saved the penalty and then kicked the penalty, well taken which way you want. I don't know which was more which was more dramatic. I'd take the car uh, penalty all day long, no matter who it is, Kieran Donny or whatever. But anyway, yeah, it just had to be him. It had to be him. And it was a brilliant penalty, to be fair to him. Anyway, it was a brilliant shootout. And um I suppose it was a difference between the two keepers as well. Like Wade Guthrie, um, it's it's amazing his story actually because a few years ago he was actually playing outfield. He was a forward, then he was a midfielder, and then he's a goalkeeper. And in fairness to him, he actually made some very good. He made a very good save from the Brendan's Boar player. So fair play to him for rejuvenating his game anyway. But as you said, it had to be Kieran Donny. Had to be him to take the winning penalty. But I don't know what is the most most dramatic penalty shootout in Munster definitely not in Munster anyway yeah and I suppose who are you going for then in the in the Munster Club Football Championship there Matthew I mean are you gonna are you gonna I suppose nail your your pin to the collar with a cork side or do you think it will be Cairns or Ratley's or, or Austin Stacks there to prevail like I, I'd love to say Clonic Hilty because I know the lads personally and I'd love they won the Cork Championship like I I walk there i've been to school there it's it's absolutely brilliant community and i hope they win on sunday but i just think the bars will have enough in that and i think oh the bars or kieran's or Rattles would be tough i don't think austin Sachs have enough i've seen enough of them they're they're just not winning material in my opinion so you know what mccartman i'm just gonna go for the bars i think they have enough they have brian hayes in midfield also e mcguire John Curran's a goal, Sam Ryan, they have some brilliant players and also the help the brilliant Stephen Sherlock. They also have a down seater in Conor McCrickard and Killian Myers Murray there as well. So why not? I think St. Finn Bars will win this. I don't know when they go on an All Ireland tour, but they'll give it a right go go anyway, in my opinion. They're an underrated side for the rest of Ireland, in my opinion, especially looking at the players all over their team. Yeah, what about yourself, John? Who would you be uh, tipping to, to come through Munster there? <laughs> 
Yeah, I suppose the knowledge wouldn't just be fantastic in that that neck of the woods, but like I think if Austin Stacks can kind of get going, um, you know, if Kieran Donahue, it'd be fairy tale stuff for him to kind of push on with the club, and you know, he definitely is in the fairy tale end of his career at this stage. If he's gone into coaching with a county team, he really is in the, that neck of the woods. I didn't even know he was still playing football, so fair play to him. So, you know, if if the Stacks can have a bit of a bit of a run in it, and uh, if if Kieran Donahue can keep uh, that side going, keep momentum up. Why not us? Austin Stacks, obviously the great tr- tradition in Kerry football, and uh, not a bad leader in Mister Donny. Yeah, I was going to tip Austin Stacks as well. Actually, to be fair, I know they haven't looked particularly great, but when you do look at the teams they've beaten, like they beat an East Kerry side that has the likes of David Clifford in there and Paddy Clifford, South Kerry are a fairly decent side as well, and we've seen some of the talent that St Brendan's have. So I do think Austin Stacks they will improve more so as the as the championship goes on and like what you said John there like a, a bit of knowledge down Munster wouldn't go astray definitely but uh yeah I'd probably go with uh with Austin Stacks there as well we'll move across the the Connacht and we'll throw uh, an image on screen there as well so we've already I suppose had one game there with uh, or two games with Mount Betty Moylock getting the better of uh Balnamore Sean O'Heslands and we also had Turla Strand getting the better of uh St Kieran's there as well so it's Turla Strand of uh, Sligo going up against Knockmore of Mayo and we've got Mount Belly Moylock of Galway going up against Podrick Pierce's of uh, Roscommon we'll come to you first Matthew I was speaking to you there last week and you were saying Balnamore, Sean O'Heslands they could be the dark horse they could be the team that maybe could go on a bit of a run and at the time I was thinking ah, Mount Belly Moylock should dispatch them fairly comfortably and you weren't too far off in the end like they were close enough they were leading by six points at half time and on another day like they could have got that victory and that would have been a huge win for them yeah, and I suppose what tipped that uh, for me to say that was watching the leader final TJ Carr, and I was I was taking stats obviously in that game, and I was just shocked that the the accuracy for the Leitrim players that day was absolutely incredible, and this quality shown like it was better than any other county in my opinion. Like you look at the Kerry final, Dublin final, Mayo final, the Leitrim final topped the whole lot of them, and that tells you something. Like. There was some brilliant quality in that game. And I knew Ballinamore or Sean O'Hensons would put it up to Mobile by lot because I thought, yes, they beat Corfin, but they also lost to Mike Cullen last year. So there was a bit of vulnerability there in that Mobile by lot team. And I thought Ballinamore would give them a real good go. And in fairness, they actually did. And they almost won that game. They were very, very unlucky not to win it at the end. And yeah, I suppose that was the advantage of showing that lead from final at TG Carr. I think Andy Moore would be rubbing his hands with delight seeing the amount of players he has at his disposal though. And um, I suppose after their 24 points hammering against Mayo, it gave the county a bit of a lift. And that's what they needed, in my opinion, with this performance from Bandamore. And of course, the quality shown in that lead from final, I thought it was absolutely superb. Yeah, I mean, like the, the quality they played with definitely. Like, and I'm sure Andy Moore was probably watching somewhere at home anyways and, and thinking he's he's got a, a good crop of players anyway there to work with. And looking at the other side of the of the draw there, John, you've got Knockmore going up against uh Turla Strand of Sligo. I mean you'd probably have to fancy Knockmore to come through that and I suppose it would probably be them and either Mount Belly and Mylock or, or Padre Pierce's in the final. Mm. I, I'm like a man in a court case here at the minute, so I'm just going to plead, uh, plead not guilty to all this. Um, so my, my honesty is probably going to be a bit flawed, but uh, look, from my knowledge of that, uh, Kevin McLaughlin's club, I think. Uh, yeah, so that, mm. that's obviously good. That's obviously a massive, uh, a massive addition, and uh, he, he's fine at the minute. He's been a great servant to Mayo football, so obviously, yeah, they'd be strong, strong favourites going into that game. But again, Aaron, 
there's been upsets in this club championship. You wouldn't know this could be the weekend for it again. And um, you know, Kevin McLaughlin, you know, obviously all the heartbreak he's had with Mayo, uh, obviously this year again, unfortunately, you know, he'd be he'd be mad to write that wrong. So again, similar enough to Kieran Donny, that man's been on the road a long, long time. What says, you know, he has a long winter. He 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 he'd love a he'd love a run with his club. It could continue this weekend, it could end this weekend, but by God, if the favourites going in, favourite tag at these club games it doesn't seem to be suiting a lot of teams, so they could be bet, they could be the win, but you know, he he he'd love to get a win this uh, this weekend. It's just continue the journey because in fairness when you're when you're um, in uh, when you're at the uh, latter end of the championship uh, in the near in, in the bleak midwinter, as I say, you know, it's a good position to be in. Hundred percent, and um, there's the J Mac podcast commenting on the uh, on the live show. So, uh, so yeah, anyone watching, go and uh, go and check out the J Mac podcast. Here, it's uh, it's pretty good. A good few, uh, a good few cabin previews and whatnot. I'm sure you'll be doing a, a preview for the Rammer United game going up against uh, Kilku, anyways. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, you know, enjoying the crack now the last couple of weeks. Uh, some very controversial kind of characters on now the last couple of weeks. That uh, I'm, I'm getting, I'm hearing a lot of feedback, good and bad. So uh, it, it's good crack the last while. So yeah, look, really looking forward to doing a, a preview next week for the Kiku game. Uh, might get a down end of things and a cabin end of things going into that. So yeah, just buzzing for the game. And I suppose swinging it back then to the to the Connacht club senior football championship match, you are Podrick Pierce's like I was just looking at them like they're are they going under the radar a bit? Could they cause a bit of an upset against Mount Belly Moylock? Like I watched their 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 final against uh, Clan Nagale. It wasn't a particularly great game, but they they got the job done and they done what was necessary. I suppose a, a lot like a lot of counties coming through their respective county championships. So could they spring a bit of an upset against Mount Belly Moylock? I'm sure they would have taken a bit of inspiration from Balnamore's performance against them, anyways. They would have, absolutely. And I suppose what Padre Pierce's have above the Connacht teams is history. Like, I suppose not more haven't been competitive in the last few years. Mount Benny Mylock definitely haven't. Like, they haven't been in Connacht in years. Like, Corfin is the obvious reason there. Torla Strand, like, they're a bit parked. So, like, they only beat St. Keirs from London by five points. So, I suppose they do have Liam Gohan on the team. So, maybe they could be a trip. But back to Padre Pierce's, yeah, the dailies are looking very good. Hubert Darcy is good at this level as well. So, of course, they have a great chance and they have the history as well behind them. And most people aren't talking about them. They're talking about Notmore or Batman, Belly, Mylock. The obvious reason they're from Galway and Mayo. So, yeah, I suppose Padre Pierce's are the team going under the radar, which is a bit surprising because they're arguably the most historic team out of the three of those sides. And I think they should be talked about a bit more, to be honest. The likes of the Dailies there. And Hubert Darcy, as I said, some brilliant players there, and they're just not talked about enough. So, of course, they can win it. So, it's, I think, would they be the favourites of winning it? Probably not. I think not more probably be the favourites, but they probably should be considering the history they have behind them. Yeah, is that who you're tipping then in that case? Not more to come through the, the Connacht Championship, or do you think maybe Montpelli, Moylock, or I suppose uh, Podrick Pierce's, or maybe even Thurla Strand? Who, who do you think? I think it'll be not more. I just, I just looked at their team over the last few days and I suppose the final against Mayo, it wasn't the best of quality, but even if you just looked at the final, it was the referee blowing free after free. Like, there was, what, 54 frees, I think, I counted the last day. Like, it was absolutely incredible. And incredible in a bad way. You know, I don't... I think the referee, um, you know, stopped and started. And it was very niggly and not more... Won that game out in the end. Uh, gets a decent bell mullet side with Ryan O'Donoghue in that team. And... You look at that Moore's team all over the pitch. Colin Flynn from wing backs, a very good player. Kevin McLaughlin, as you both said, is a very experienced campaigner. 
and Don McKeel in the forwards and Aidan Norm. They've been brilliant in the Mayo Championship over the last few years and they could definitely trouble the Connacht defences and you know, I think it'll be a Padre Pierce's and not more final. I think not more will just have enough to win it and just because of the players they have in their team and they'll give it a right go in the All-Ireland in my opinion. Yeah, I think so as well. Like I think their their age profile is pretty good as well. Like they've a lot of young players coming through, and they've got a mix of, I suppose, like like what you said, Aidan Orn and and Conal Dempsey and a few others, and then you've got the experience in there and, and Kevin McLaughlin and, and Darren McHale as well. I do think Darren McHale is an injury at the minute. I don't know if he'd be back for the third of Strand game, but what about yourself, John? Would you be, I suppose, on board with the Knockmore train, or are you gonna, I suppose, divert and go somewhere else? <laughs> no, I tell you what, I'll I'll be on board with it. I'll be on board with it because <laughs> if if I did if I didn't jump at that train, I don't know what train I jump on. So yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the lads. I go with the lads. Yeah, but you you know the crack. But I had to laugh. Uh, you're you're counting fifty four for ease. Fair play for having that knowledge. Jesus Christ, how was your wrist not broke? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like looking at that. I mean, like looking at that game in particular. Like that was just. Um, yeah, I I wouldn't like to do that job, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, so fair play to you, Matthew. Jesus Christ, I don't know how you how you how you kept up with all that. <laughs> yeah, I suppose hurling's the tougher like football's most. Well, I suppose I don't want to take a dig at Ulster football, no, but Ulster football is probably the easiest because the game moves a lot slower. There's a lot of hand passes. And <laughs> a lot faster, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I suppose as long as you get used to it, it's absolutely grand. But. The Ulster games are probably the best. They're not the best to watch, though, but they're the best to do stats on. So go up to Ulster. <laughs> Fantastic. Dagger into me heart there, uh, Matthew. <laughs> Hitting a man while he's down. <laughs> I suppose we'll we'll, yeah. we'll crack on with the, the Leinster Club Championship anyways. Um, we'll, we'll throw an image on screen there anyway. So, uh, yeah, Wolf Tones of Mead going up against Kilmichael Croaks of Dublin. Shell Maliers of Wexford going up against Nave Martin of Loud. And then Blessington of Wicklow going up against Nice of, uh, of of Kildare. I suppose coming to you first of all, John, I mean, Kilmichael Croaks would be the, the obvious favourites there. And um, But I suppose this isn't like like with the county championship, for example, you'd, look, you'd take one look at this and you'd say, oh, sure, Dublin are going to win that. It's not even a, a matter of question. But we've seen down the years, like St. Vincent's got beat by Ratnew, Kilmichael Croaks themselves got beaten by Mullignocta. So although they are the favourites, it's not exactly a given that they're just going to walk through this. Ah, uh, well, exactly, Aaron, 100%. And obviously, we've we seen seen brief couple of minutes of the game uh, on Sunday in the final, like in um, Parnell Park. Very poor game, very low-scoring game. So that's what I mean. Like, that's what it's going to keep coming down to, and especially in the Leinster Club Championship. And you see, you, you followed Vincent closely in, it, in years gone by. They just scrape through games. That's all you do in this. Like, you're not going to win pretty. You're not going to go out and play nice, ticky-tacky football, fancy football. It's all about just getting over the line. They won't care if they win by one or two points this weekend. They'll be over the moon. Um, seeing Paul Mannion uh, speaking after the game I think he's really enjoying his club football at the minute I'm not sure what his allegiance is to the Dublin panel at the minute I think there's word on the street that he might be finished so that, that that's a big blow for Desi Farrell for next year if it is true but uh, he looks like he's really enjoying his club football fair play to him Craig Diaz still uh, lording stuff around the middle of the field fair play he's still going strong so kill him could the very very strong Paul Mannion is match winner on this day probably one of the best forwards in Ireland um, so kill him could Look, they won't care if they win fancy, whatever way it is this weekend, three or four points, they will take it. They're strong favourites for the Leicester Club and uh, all the reason all the reason for it because they're they're they are stacked with players. Um yeah, and like you know, it's like anything else, but um, Aaron, we've we've had numerous conversations about like lads dropping away from the double panel and stuff, but like to have a fully fit Paul Mannion at your disposal this time of year 
it's like having it's 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 just it's like having a god around the place because he's just, it's it's so good to see him around. I'd say the club lads are love seeing him. He's he's a he's a terrific forward. He'll win a game for you by himself. So uh, Aaron Luck, he is a huge addition to that team. Yeah, and I found it interesting. All right, the manager Robbie Brennan coming out and just dismissing completely that. Paul Mannion will be returning to Dublin in, in any shape or form in the future. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. And like what you said, yeah, like because I'd imagine, I'd say probably around mid-December, early January, that's probably when the county would come calling and, and players like Paul Mannion, if he was involved with the Dublin panel, would probably get pulled away. So, yeah, to have him fully fit in there as well and, and player, yeah, players in there like Craig Diaz and, and Dara Mullen and you've got Keane O'Connor coming off the bench and... Uh, Callum Pearson as well. I mean, what do you think, Matthew? Are they are they the, the obvious favourites to come through this in the, in this Leinster Championship? Yeah, of course they are. Like they're from Dublin, of course they're the favourites. Like who else would be in Leinster to be honest? But um, yeah, I suppose Dan O'Brien is another player that caught my eye as well for Kimbo Crokes over the last few weeks. So I thought he was absolutely superb in the semi final. I didn't watch the final, though. Thank God, I. Did a vote on my Instagram where to watch um, the Dublin vinyl or the Cork hurling vinyl. Thank God they voted for the Cork hurling vinyl. I'd say that, but um, you have to you have to do a giveaway now or something. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, um, yeah. But I suppose Dan O'Brien going back to him, like I don't know what's happened to him over the last few years coming off the Dublin panel. Like I was watching Dublin Mayo before lockdown in the league twenty twenty and. The two play- young players that I thought would come out and take Ireland by storm after that game would be Oshie Mullen and Dan O'Brien. In fairness, Oshie Mullen has. Dan O'Brien, I don't know, he's fallen off the radar, has been injured or what, but certainly this club championship for Kilbert Cole, he's been absolutely superb. Paul Mannion's been brilliant as well. Roy O'Carroll experienced at the back as well for them. So, of course, they're a favourite, but two underdogs says, I would say, Nave Martin from Louth. And St. Lomans from Westmeath. I think they're very good sides. When you look at the county players there, I think they'll be dark horses to challenge Kilmacroaks. Maybe even Nace from Kildare as well. There's a good story going on there. Mm. So I suppose it'll be a good Leinster Championship, but I think Kilmacroaks would be the obvious favourites. Yeah, like Nate Martin in particular, like you said before, like 216 versus Rafferty, like to, to be scoring 216 in a club game is. Very impressive around this time of the year, especially on a weekend where we were seeing so many low-scoring games. Any of them, John, that you think could pull off a shock there or any potential? I mean, I'm sure you've heard about Mullignacta down the years and, and the shock that they've pulled off. We've seen what Blessington done to them. So any one of those sides maybe you could see potentially going on a bit of a run and, and pulling off a, a bit of a shock in, in that Leinster Championship. Yeah, well, you're you're probably looking at the nace end of things there. Like, you know, if, if you've Leper Callan still going strong and Owen Doyle, like they're two terrific players, two terrific servants for Kildare football over the years. And I know there was a bit of uproar and uproar and uh, uneasy vibes going on in the nace camp. And I think there was a, a few uh, WhatsApp messages going on about the uh, manager. So that's probably for another another day's discussion. But uh, fair play to uh, Leper and uh, the boys stepping up to the plate. Like, you know, that's not easy circumstances. Great stalwart. So Nace definitely are in with a shout, I think. Um, that would be great for Kildare Football. Kildare Football is on the rise now again. The three great men to lead them uh, forward next year with Johnny Doyle and Dermot Early. So 
Um, yeah, you know, Kildare football really needs a bit of a kick, especially in the club. You need, really need to start producing players. They really need to kind of start, you know, producing teams that will put up the likes of uh, Dublin and Meads in the Leinster Championship. So Leinster Championship, you know, they will only improve from that. But you're probably looking at Nice, um, you know, to maybe cause a bit of an upset now for the rest of the rest of the Leinster Championship. But again, matching you probably did nail it there. You know, Kilmacook Crooks are realistically the favourites. Um, you know, any day Paul Mannion on your on your team, that's nearly worse. You know, two players at this stage. He's that quick. He's that good. So, um, yeah, yeah. Nace, Nace, and Kilmacud Croaks. They picked probably will actually be fairly dominant. Nace probably is suiting them. Not much talk about them. Not much hype. So, yeah, I think they're them pair. Them two teams are in for a long championship. I think. Yeah, and I think the route of the final as well would pick uh, if Nace were to win all their games and Kilmacud Croaks were to win all their games. They'd eventually meet each other in a, a Leinster Club Senior Football Championship. And don't forget Derek Irwan in there as well. And, and that like crazy last-minute goal uh, against Tullamore, which uh, I suppose very much, I suppose, depicts the, the club championships in, in many ways. I suppose, are we all tipping Kilmacud Croaks to, to come through Leinster then? Or is anyone brave enough to go against the norm and, and I suppose go for a bit of an outside prediction put the teams up for one one second there and we'll have a quick look yeah, just, no, just, 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 just so the crack shake things up a bit sure why uh, not <laughs> you're a bright man here now you're going against the Dublin side oh no so, <laughs> told she mail, shell mailers I like the name of that Wexford team are they any good yeah. uh, and, and, and <laughs> I, I should I should point out actually as well for some reason Gary or um, St. Lomans and um, who Port are St. Lomans playing against again? My Port Arlington, is, I think it is. Port Arlington, yeah, yeah. For some reason, okay. they're not up there. So I don't know. I don't know who's looking after Wikipedia, but they'd want to. They'd want to sort that out. Oh God, <laughs> yeah, big time Aaron. And many a time I've got Claire figure wrong, and I've got called out <laughs> in the podcast. So oh, a, a bit of advice, please, lads. Always ask the players before you go on about their statistics. Uh, just for the crack, <laughs> just for the crack, Aaron. Um, I don't know, Kilmacud are strong, strong favourites, but just for the crack, I go with Nice. Um, siege mentality there after their match. Siege mentality after the manager uh, Sylvan Pucks. There you go. And yourself, Matthew, you're sticking with Kilmacud Croaks, or are you are you turning now as well? You know what? I'm going to go somewhat different as well. I'm going to go St. Lomans. I just looked at their team. I, I don't know. I, I just looked at their team. It is, the, like, it is the club championship, lads. It's not mm. like it's the county championship. Like you have yeah, yeah. very individually brilliant players on each team. Like Leper, Callahan, Owen Doyle, Derek Irwin. Like they're serious players for the side of things. You know, St. Lowens are stacked at John Heslin as well. So it's not the county. It's not the county anymore, lads. Any of mm. them teams, you know, like all them teams would be mad to take a scalp of Kilmacook Crooks. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah no, like I, I do agree to a certain extent. Like I do think Kilmo, like the fact that I, I, I am surprised that Kilmacud Croaks are the All Ireland favourites. Like I will say that straight out, it does surprise me in, in that kind of aspect because they do have probably the best forward left in the club championship in the country in terms of Paul Mannion. But when you take Paul Mannion out of there, like I mean, they See, don't that's really. Like taking, like, yeah, if, if, if they if they come up against a good team, if they come up against the likes of Matthew was saying St. Lomans or Kilk, like if, if say if they come down the latter end of things and they come up against the Kilku, like I genuinely mm. think Kilku might have two lads like a man marker and obviously the marker yeah. himself to stop Mannion. So you know, there's obviously other other, other provinces that need to get take care of themselves. But down the line, I think Kilmacud would probably run into a bit of bother. Yeah, yeah, I, I think they could as well. But personally, I'm going to stick with them to come through Leinster. I think they have enough there, uh, in my opinion. I'd look at Nave Martin as the as the team to, to get the get to the final. I think it would be the two of them in the final. I'd a sneaky feeling Nave Martin could pull that off. But I suppose, as a, although I am a Northside man on uh, on Dublin, I will stick with the the, the side from the South side to uh, progress through the the Leinster 
club senior football championship. I suppose the next question is the big one, really, an all Ireland prediction. Um, I don't know who wants to go first here, but this is the this is this is the big one now in terms of uh, who we think is going to win the all Ireland. Oh God. <sighs> It's a long way to go, lads. <laughs> There's going to be a lot, lots of trills and spills between now and then. There's going to be a lot of trills and spills between now and then. You'd be a brave man to call that. Um, look, I think Mannion probably would really love to win it all Ireland club, seeing as he's not involved with Dublin. He looks like he's pulled throwing all his eggs into one basket with Kilmacud. So he'll be absolutely like Jeremy Connolly was with St. Vincent's. He'll nearly he'll do it by himself if he has to. Yeah. Um it's a very hard I don't know what you think, Matthew. I think I need a couple more seconds to think. <laughs> Phone a friend. I don't know what you're <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. Like I've I've uh, made worries by predictions though, and as uh, according to my predictions though, the semi-finals would be Dramore against St. Finbars. No, I'm not. This boys are going to go Dramore to win that. I think they're a decent side. Not more against St. Lomans. I'm going to go not more. I just think they'll have enough. So it's a Mayo Tyrone final again. <laughs> like who would have thought that? Um, oh. I, I'm going to go not more. I'll do it for the mail, boys. I'm going to go not more to win the other. There you go. Well, I'm sure that will make the, the Mayo people happy anyways. Or, well, some of them anyway. The not more fans, uh, I suppose, will be very happy to hear that. I, I think not more have definitely got the potential to win an All-Ireland at some stage. Like, I don't know. Like, I know I tip not more to come through Connick, but I would still look at Mount Belly Moylock as the potential team that if they were to come past... Knock more if they if they were to come through Connacht, I feel like they'll win the All Ireland personally. Um, do think Knock more of a little bit more than them at this moment in time, but um, yeah, like like for my own prediction, like personally, I have gone um, like oh geez, I don't know what do you what do you think, John? I'll pass it, I'll pass it over to you quickly here. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, yeah, look, lads, it's dodgy, dodgy territory at the minute. It was hard calling the games. Never mind who's going to win the All Ireland, but um, I don't know. Look, lads, it's it's a very very hard one to call. There's going to be lots of trips and spills, ups and downs, last minute winners, last minute this, that, and the other. You have a clue. Penalties at a time. Like you don't know what you don't know what direction to go with, but. Neck of the line, I think. You know, I'll be watching Kiku very closely against Rammer, but I think Kiku. I'll, I'll just go with Kaku, but like I don't know how you're supposed to call it. I'll just go with Kaku, but I, you know that's just that's just a, a gobshite. Just just throwing his name into the hat more than anything, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, and I'm a clue, Aaron. That's honest, but yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. I I think if Scots Scotstown can come through Ulster, I, to be honest, I think whoever comes through Ulster, I think will win the All Ireland. I think that's a. A fair assumption, in my opinion. I think whether it's Kilku, whether it's Scotstown, Dromore, yeah, even potentially I, as well. I think Kilku have a great bottle about them. Like I think mm. you know they, they have a great, they have a great fighting spirit. Their management team is a Mickey Moore and Conor Gilligan, two boys know the crack inside out. So as you say, if it, if it maybe it will come from Ulster, but I, I don't think I, there's just something maybe about Scotstown over the years that they kind of have lost big games. So I think if it was to come from Ulster, I think you're probably looking at Kilku, Aaron. But yeah, again, I'd be watching them very closely against Robert and Sierra Leone. Yeah, and I suppose we we definitely will find out more as we go along. Anyways, like a lot of these games, I believe are going to be on TG Cahar and uh, RT and whatnot, and hopefully won't be on uh, the dodgy Ulster GA TV or, or some of the other dodgy streaming sites along the way. Ho- hopefully, anyways, we we get to witness some um, some cracking games. Yeah, yeah, the, the Rammer games on RT, I think, as well. The, the Saturday nights, uh, five or six o'clock. So Calvin's going to be up at lights, lads. 
<laughs> and Perfect. Just the, the Cork football finals on Sunday, live on the Irish Examiner, Clan Kilty against St. Finbar. So, should be a cracker, judging by the semi final penalty shootout between the Bars and Castle Avon. We could see a Clan Kilty win, we'll never know, but live on the Irish Examiner anyway, if you want to check that out. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would go and promote Dublin, but I, I don't. I don't think anyone really wants to hear about Dublin anymore. I think. I think everyone would just switch off then. In all honesty, so I think. I think on that note, we'll probably wrap this up. Anyways, um, John, I suppose if anyone's looking to to check out your your podcast or any of your work or anything like that, where can where can they find you? Yeah, yeah, uh, Twitter at uh, the JMAC podcast and just on my Facebook page, John, man, add me as a friend and I'll gladly accept you as long as you're not uh, one of these people sending these uh, Facebook messages at four or five in the morning looking for millions <laughs> and millions of euros. So uh, there's not millions of cabins, so don't worry, lads. But uh, yeah, so add me a friend on Facebook and uh, Twitter at the JMAC podcast on YouTube, the JMAC podcast. And uh, like and subscribe. Thanks a million, guys. Perfect. And what about yourself, Matthew? Yeah, at G underscore Satsman on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as well. And uh, I'm doing a bit of work on TikTok as well. And uh, check me out on Spotify, Apple, Anchor. And I might promote some YouTube videos. I have an uh, editing app now from a module I'm doing in college. So I might pro- um, produce some YouTube videos for my podcast soon. But we'll have to wait and see. But for now, just check out Spotify, Anchor for the podcast. And it's all over social media, G underscore Statsman. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I'll link all the uh, all the podcasts down below for for both years. And yeah, cheers anyone who tuned in. Feel free to leave your comments down below as to who your picks are for the All Ireland. And uh, yeah, if you could like and subscribe, I would very much appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'll see you all in the next one.